0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
1: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: And Karen Crowley, Information Officer with the South Munster Citizen Information Service based in Mallow, uh, joins us for our monthly slot with Citizen Information. Good morning to you, Karen. Good morning, and you're going to be offering advice around employing young people this uh, summer. Now, uh, but firstly, currently, young, uh, a lot of services are opening to the public. What's what's the ongoing situation with the citizen information offices?
1: I suppose we're getting there. Okay. So we're still providing service mainly by phone and email, and we are seeing people by appointment in some offices. We usually arrange the appointment in situations where we're unable to help over the phone. So we would always say, give us a call, we'll talk through the query and the appropriate way of responding. Um, because we do recognise some issues are best dealt with face to face. And if that's the case, we will bring you in and we will give you an appointment. Unfortunately, bin service here in Mallow is still closed, but okay. hopefully that again may change in the coming weeks.
2: Okay. And of course we have to remember COVID hasn't gone away.
1: That's nope, that's no the main and
2: you need to keep the service going. That's what's it's so important, your service.
1: We do, and COVID is very much. It made an appearance in my house again two weeks oh ago. Oh no! So oh, you know goodness. now. Thankfully, it stuck to one. He was he was banned to yeah. his bedroom, um, But it is still out there.
2: Yeah, you know. yeah. I'm only only this morning. I got contacted by somebody I know who's uh, come down with it as well. Okay, so today we're looking at young uh, workers. Okay, what information and supports are available for workers from Citizens Information?
1: Well, along with everything else, I suppose we provide information, advice and advocacy across a broad range of topics, including employment and young workers. Although with young workers, it's usually one of the parents, i.e. the Irish Mammy, will give us a call. Now, if we don't have the answers, we will refer you to someone who does.
2: Define what you class as young workers. Young workers are generally people aged 14
1: to 18 who work for an employer. As young workers are generally in full-time education, they're protected by a different set of laws than adults would be.
2: If, so, if a young person was going forward for a job, would they need the permission of the parents? Yes, they would. Before a young
1: person can get a job, they must first show a copy of their birth certificate or other proof of their age to the employer. And if they're under 16, they need written permission from their parent or guardian. The permission letter must be given to the
2: employer for their files. OK, now talk to me about the hours that a young person can work.
1: But with the hours you can work and the types of jobs you can do very much depend on your age. The Act itself doesn't apply to children or young people who are employed by a close relative, so I suppose keep that in mind. So employers cannot apply employ children under sixteen in regular full time jobs. They can employ children aged fourteen and fifteen years on light work. Um, follows really children age 14 or over can do light work during school holidays for no more than seven hours in any one day or 35 in any week and children over 15 but under 16 can do light work for up to eight hours a week during the school term time so they can continue their Saturday job I suppose but only up to eight hours a week and that's only if you're over 15 so it's a little bit complicated so if your child is age 14 During school term time, they can't work at all. During their holidays, they can work up to 35 hours. And if they're doing a bit of work experience, actually, it can be moved up to 40 hours. And then if your child is 15 years of age eight hours during school term time so he or she can keep on the old Saturday job. Mm -hmm. During holidays they can work up 35 hours and again with work experience it can
2: be 40 hours. Okay so that's children up to the age of 16 but what happens when a child turns 16 and then the ones who are 17 not yet 18 what happens to those?
1: So those that are aged 16 and 17 these ones these are the ones that are actually classed as within legislation as young workers as opposed to 14- and 15-year-olds who really are still classed as children, the Act sets the following limits to the working hours of these. So their maximum working day for those aged 16 and 17 is eight hours, and their maximum working week is 40 hours. Now, that cap is for all employers. So if you have two part-time jobs or more, it cannot be more than 40 hours combined in the week.
2: Well, that's yeah. And you will get some young people who'll be working for, uh, I'm thinking that within hospitality, they might have a waitressing job with one restaurant and they could be working, you know, with another restaurant on another day. So they got yeah, They got to keep that yeah. in mind. OK, then time off and breaks for young people.
1: So like the rest of us, they're entitled to three different types of breaks from work. They're rest breaks. So that would be your lunch break, your tea break and any other short break during the day. Your daily rest, so that's the break between finishing one period of work and starting the next, so we'll say finishing at 5 o'clock this evening and starting at 9 in the morning. And your weekly rest, so that would be the whole days when you do not come into work, usually called your days off. So for us office workers, that's generally a Saturday and Sunday, but of course in the hospitality industry, again, that's that's probably going to vary.
2: Yeah, it could be a different day or different days every single week. Is that the same for all of the different age groups that you spoke about earlier?
1: No, it's not. So the time off and rest breaks for children under 16 are slightly more generous. So if you're under 16, you're going to get a half-hour rest break after four hours of work. For your daily rest break, so the time that you finish work and start again the next day, you must have 14 consecutive hours off. And your weekly rest break, that's two days off, and these are to be consecutive as far as is practicable. Now, if you're over 16... So if you're aged between 16 and 17, your half hour rest break, you get that after four and a half hours of work. And then your daily rest break is down to 12 consecutive hours hours off. And again, the weekly rest break is two, two days. days
2: off to be okay. consecutive as much as possible. OK, there, there is a difference there, all right, between the different uh, age groups. And yeah. what about young people working, say, early in the morning or late at night?
1: Now, children aren't allowed to work before 8am in the morning or after 8pm at night. Young people aged 16 and 17, now the children, of course, would be the 14 and 15-year-olds, so I should stress that. Yeah. So young people aged 16 and 17 are generally not allowed to work before 6am in the morning or after 10pm at night.
2: But they can work up to 10pm? They can, absolutely. Okay, all right. And then, I mean, nighttime work, you're, you're straight away, the obvious one is restaurants, but you're also thinking of bar work. What happens if it's a licensed premises?
1: Now There is an exception here. So for licensed premises, there is an exception to rule, but there are are other rules to be followed. Okay, so young people who are attending school can be employed on general duties in a licensed premises, such as pub. During the school term, they can only, this was a new one on me, but there you go, they can only work until 11pm on a day that is not immediately before a school day. So you can work until 11pm on a Friday night, if you're not in school on Saturday, However, you cannot work until 11pm on Sunday if you must be in school on Monday.
2: Well, well, that's interesting, isn't it? It is. It's very interesting.
1: And obviously, um, it's also in there as well under the underemployment legislation that a conversation must be had between the parent and the employer as to how you're going to get home after working a shift
2: in in the evening time. Yeah, because if you are finishing up at 11, 12 o'clock at night and you're in a rural area, how do you get home? Okay, so that discussion has to happen beforehand.
1: It does, yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. And then getting paid, that's what young people are in, interested mm-hmm. Is Can a young person expect the same paperwork as the rest of us when it comes to getting paid? Oh, yes, they can. <laughs> there, there Welcome no to the real, real world, paperwork. guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they're going to get taxed. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so all employees have a right to get a payslip. And the payslip is a written statement from the employer that explains your total pay before tax and all details of any deductions from pay. And actually, in relation to that, what I'd be saying is if you're unsure about your payslip, because obviously, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, you're not really going to understand your payslip. Give us a call here.
2: I yeah, can, you can go, go through, through it, it no yeah. problem at all. Yeah, just to make sure that you're paying, you're not yeah. over overpaying. Is there a minimum wage for a young person?
1: There is. So since 1st of January 2022, the national minimum wage for us all is ten fifty per hour. However, not everyone is automatically entitled to get this. So, unfortunately, if workers are under eighteen, you're you're only guaranteed up to seventy percent of the national minimum wage, which is seven thirty five per hour. However, your employer can pay you more than the minimum wage if they want, even if they're not required to do so by law but they can and we all know that employers are under pressure at the moment for staff so yeah. negotiate, negotiate, yeah. negotiate. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And, right.
2: there's, and when I was teeing up that you were coming on the programme today I was saying it is very timely because there are so many vacancies particularly within the hospitality sector and many young people will be filling those roles now particularly the secondary school students who are already on their holidays, those yeah. not doing doing exams So oh, and will, the college students have finished as well in the main so there are, there are jobs out there. Um, so, and a lot will go into hospitality the ongoing and you'll often hear it discussed about tips what 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 is is there a legal requirement for tips to be divided between everybody or what's what's they go on it
1: so at the moment if you work in a job where staff gets tips and gratuities from customers you're not automatically entitled to get these tips however this is where it gets to be funny you're no. not required to give over your tips to your employer either oh. so so it's, it's very grey. so it depends on the customer in practice in the workplace. So this is because there's currently no laws at all setting out the rules for tips and gratuities. Thankfully, this is going to change soon, so we will all be more aware of what's happened to tips. Because there was a draft payment of wages uh, bill published in January, so we're just waiting for its enactment now. Um, and of course, here's, here's the little clincher at the end. If the tips are collected by management, particularly, you know, everybody's tapping yeah. and going and going. Then these are paid to the staff through the payroll, and of course, then these tips oh are taxed.
2: Goodness, goodness. Whereas yeah. if you hand someone a tenner at the end of the meal, As a tip, they're not going to be taxed on that because it's going directly to the waitress.
1: In theory, not now, even though I can see it coming in. That's going to change. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to change. But um, yeah, if it goes through. It's a real grey
2: area. It's a a real grey area. It's, It's one of the reasons why when I pay on a card, I always like to have cash with me to give as a tip. Just Pop it to, into the jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just to make sure that the staff um, do, do get it. All right, a lot of information there. And as you say, you can chat with people about uh, about that um, or, or if, if people want to contact their local citizens information.
1: Yeah, if anybody needs more information, want us to run through payslips, make sure everything is as it should be, give us a call um, or check the website citizensinformation.ie you know in this case it's often best to give us a ring and talk with one of the information officers particularly if you're worried about your pay slip or your hours and we will go through your situation and guide you in the right direction and as always the service here is free and confidential so you can contact me here in Mallow or my colleague Rachel on 0818 or the Bantry office on 818 078390 we'll be happy to take calls at any time and obviously not everyone has pen to hand so so go onto the website citizensinformation.e and the number for your local office will be found there.
2: And I'm always advocating on behalf of your website because you have a brilliant website you, and you're always so quick at updating it as well. It's a mine of information. Pleasure as always. Lots of information there, Karen. Thank you for that. And we'll, you're speak, very welcome. we'll speak again in the coming weeks. Thanks, uh, Sorry, thank thanks for joining us. Uh, bye bye. That is Karen Crowley, who is Information Officer with the South Munster Citizens Information uh, Service. And Karen is based out of Mallow.